Greetings. Welcome to Average Joe's Fantasy. I'm your host, Steve Nordyke. We are about a week out from the All-Star break. And man, it has been some season, I'll tell you that. Uh, thank you for joining me. Please email me, reach out, avgjoesfantasy at yahoo.com. avgjoesfantasy at yahoo.com. If any of you uh, baseball Joes want to join our Average Joe's Listener League for football. It's going to happen in a few weeks. Uh, send me an email. We'll get you an invite, get you in there. $10 Yahoo uh, or $10 Yahoo Custom League with standard scoring. It's going to be great. I'm sure I'll finish last. For our baseball league, I'm currently seventh in the Listener League at 71 points. I can't do anything, right? <laughs> I can't make up any ground. I'll probably finish seventh. Yeah, so that's $10 uh, for free for me. Let's see, how have we been doing so far? Let me give you a little update. My teams since the last episode are pretty pretty, uh, pretty much the same place they were. One of my teams that was fourth dropped down to sixth. Uh, one of my Roto Leagues. And I have, uh, you know, and, and this week, especially my, uh, you know, my head-to-head leagues, doing really well. Two that are in first, lost. Or are losing. They will lose. It's uh, Sunday today, so they will lose. One's like four to four to six, and one I think one's three to seven. They're both in first. Uh, I have I have one team winning 10-0, one up I think seven three, one up five four. Uh, one with a crazy scoring up eight three. They have like fifteen categories in that league. Uh, yeah, so that's what we're doing. I think we're doing pretty well head to head. And some of that comes from, well, a lot of it comes from my management. You know, it, it it's really important. I've said it, I don't know, a good billion times. You have to at least be somewhat involved in your team. In one of my one of my head-to-head leagues, through the first uh, probably five, six weeks, there was a team in first called Patty's Team. And she was crushing it way ahead. And then I think the week before I played her, she lost. It's it's not a Patty. It's it's called Patty's team, but the guy, the person that owns it's like name is like Jacob or something ridiculous. Um, so this guy picked the team, must be in honor of his mother. Who knows? Anyways, I play her and I beat her like nine to one or ten zero, and then she's lost every week. You know, I, the week before she didn't make any pickups, had a couple injured guys in there, hasn't made a pickup since. Went from first up by like nine games, down to like fifth or sixth. Lost like four weeks in a row. It's been crazy. It's been ridiculous. So uh, yeah, but anyways. Being able to manage your team, being a little bit active, you have to, uh, you can't just put your roster in there. I'll give you a couple of little tidbits here before we uh, talk about, you know, some trade targets and everything. Let's get right into, you know, how you can manage your team better. For head-to-head leagues, it's it's really important. I mean, I when I make my pickups, they give you like, depending on the league, between four and six pickups a week. Uh, some custom leagues are different, you know, but... I usually make my pickups with for, for pitchers. As I've said before, you know, I don't mind ERA and WHIP. You know, I'll, I'll tank those categories. I'll get strikeouts. I'll get wins. And from time to time, I will get ERA or WHIP. So I'm picking up starters with those pickups, almost all of them. Uh, there may be one, like maybe five out of six pickups. I may do starters. And I may pick up one hitter unless somebody gets hurt or, or a, a guy who's become a closer, you know. But generally speaking, I'm out there picking up starters, racking up strikeouts, and trying to get wins because wins, 
You can win a win. You can win the wins category with like three wins. It's ridiculous. You guys are pitching five innings, six innings. Bullpen comes in and blows it. It's uh, it's really difficult to get, uh, you know, to 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 rack up wins in, in baseball nowadays. So I'm trying to crush it and get these wins, get these strikeouts. ERA and WHIP. Sometimes I'll win, sometimes I'll lose. If I win seven to three, it's a great week. You know, eight to two, six to four, all that is good stuff. So I may pick up a hitter every now and then, but I'm usually picking up pitchers. And in order to be successful, you really need to check in. Let's see how the game starts at seven o'clock. You really need to check in six o'clock, five o'clock, whatever, because Yahoo will show you um, who's who's playing. The little green check marks, you know, or little red ones when they're not playing. So I always check my teams, you know, an hour or two because that's pretty much, you know, pretty much when you know everybody's playing. So if I see for head to head, there's no there's no roster inning roster limits or innings limits or whatever. So I'll go through my team, make sure everybody's that's supposed to be starting is starting. If somebody there has a little red X, I'm swapping them out, putting somebody in the bench in. I don't want to have you know uh, I don't want to have somebody not playing starting. Because stolen bases, the category is super tight. Home runs, you can get like 10, 10 to, 10 to 12 could win the category. So I'm making sure that active players are playing, bench players are not. Now, you may come to you know like a, like a Tuesday or a Thursday or something where you have a couple games at 1, a couple games at 3, and then the bulk at 7 o'clock. One thing I do that I don't think anybody else does you know, you have two utility spots, right? Let's say I have two outfielders in the utility spots. So at a 1 o'clock game, one of those guys is penciled into play. But on my bench, I don't have any more outfielders. I got like a second baseman and, and a third baseman or something, or something, or first baseman, whatever it is. So if my utility guy's penciled in, I'm putting him in the outfield, and I'm putting an outfielder in utility. That way I have more flexibility going forward. I can't tell you how many times where I've seen my utility guys, they're checked in, ready to play. And I, you know, and I leave him play. And then at 7 o'clock, the guy playing in an 8 o'clock game, I look at 7 o'clock, and, and he's got a red red X next to him, and he's out. The, the outfielder is. And I can't put anybody in for him. Meanwhile, I got three infielders on the bench that could have played utility. So that's one way to get some games. I'll, I'll recap it again because I know my explanations sometimes are uh, rambling and long-winded. And Anyways, here we go. Check your teams an hour to two hours before the game start. If they're active, that means they should be playing. Anybody not active, you take them out and put in somebody active. If there's a stagger between starting times, make sure you check in periodically. If you got four or five games at one, a couple games at two, and then the rest of the games at seven, well, check at one, check at, you know, whatever, and then check, you know, check before one, check before three, check before seven. Make sure you get all the active guys in. If you have utility spot guys that are active, rotate them into the position. All right? Free up your utility spot in case one of those guys uh, doesn't make it that night. So you want to have extra flexibility to be able to cycle in guys who may be on your bench. Does that make sense? It's really important. You're going to get extra, maybe an extra steal, extra homer, extra homer or two. You know, that'll help you win a couple of categories throughout the year. Maybe you get five extra wins, six extra wins. All right? If it's a one-win league, I mean, that could really could mean the difference between you making it to the playoffs and not making it to the playoffs. So doing these little things will help separate you from the people who don't do anything. 
Now with roto leagues, it's it's a little bit different. You know, it uh, you want to make because you have you have innings limits and you have games played limits, so you can't just take a guy out and put somebody in playing because eventually you're going to run out of games. So if all the games start at seven, again you're checking your roster. If you have somebody not playing, they need to be out. Either you put somebody in their spot or you don't put anybody in. But you can't have anybody with the red X playing. You're like, oh, well, he's out anyway. I'll just leave him in there. How many? I can't. Over the years, I've probably lost like a freaking thousand games because I've left dudes in that had a little red X next to them and they get a pinch hit. That costs a game. If they pinch hit, that's going to cost you one game. It is infuriating when I forget to check, you know, before seven or I'm out or I'm doing business or something, you know, and I'm not able to check before the game start. Guy's got a red X next to him. <laughs> then later that night, I look back and he's over one. It's just uh, you're just throwing games away at that point. So when it comes to head to head, you're making sure you're checking in before the game start. If it's staggered, you're doing it multiple times. Getting on anybody who's not active, putting in everybody who is active. If your utility spots are active, cycle those guys into the positions. To leave your utility spots open in case one of those guys backs out, you can put someone in your bench in there, anybody in. You know, don't limit yourself to to an outfielder or a first baseman or whatever it is. Rotos, anybody who's not active has to come out. You don't want to waste a game because they pinch hit and went over one, or pinch hit and got a freaking walk. It's ridiculous. Or pinch ran. It's it's absurd. I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I hate that they don't let you take guys out after the game starts. I mean. I get it, but man, it's frustrating. So watch those. When it comes to if you have any custom leagues, like I have two leagues right now that are custom, and when the, the, the commissioner set them up, the innings limits were the same, standard Yahoo, but the games played, they added like 30 games to every position. So every day I'm cycling. I'll drop anybody to put some, I have to put anybody in there at all times because there's so many games I have to make up. And that's a unique situation, but. Um, for regular Yahoo, head-to-head, or, or, or Roto League, that's what you got to do. Daily leagues, if you're picking up you know, daily, a daily league where you can pick up a guy and start on the same day, uh, you know, it's, it's a little bit more, I don't know if it's a little bit more important or not. I like to think it's more important to be on top of it because you can make those changes right away. I mean, it's, it's hard when you're uh, you know, planning for the next day and there's only you know, six or seven games, so you pick up a hitter the day before and then the son of a bitch doesn't play. That's, that's infuriating. Um, that's why I like to pick up pitchers. If, pitchers, if a pitcher is scheduled to pitch, not only do I, you know, do my pitching strategy, but it's a little more, way more reliable. If a guy's got, you know, is a probable starter for the next game, next game, he's going to pitch like 99% of the time. If a hitter is scheduled to play the next game from, from waivers, you never know. Cause some of these waiver guys are pretty crappy, you know? So if it's a night game before day game, the next day, you don't know, you know, so you're just picking them up, hoping they play. And I'm going to say, it feels like. 50% of the time they don't play, but it's actually probably more like 15 or 20% or maybe even 10%. But it's ridiculous. Daily leagues is, is a little different where you pick them up, you know, a custom league where you can pick them up and start them that day. Make sure that you are checking before that and making those swap outs. You know, if, if you decide to go with the hitter, you know, if you're down a stolen base or down a home run or whatever, you know, make sure you're making those changes right away. You know, you, you can't afford to uh, can't afford to wait till the game start because then you're not going to take anybody out. Happy beforehand. All right, strategy session over. I made one trade in the last week. I traded Gene Segura and Madison Bumgarner for Eddie Rosario. I did that. I 
think it was a pretty, and Rosario already hurt his ankle. He was ranked like 30th overall, and I feel like, you know, it's a trade that I need to make because I only had three outfielders on that team, and they were crappy. I had Redick, uh, Mookie Betts, and, oh, man, somebody else like Redick. <laughs> so my outfielders weren't great. And on the bench, I had utility, my utility spots, I have Machado, Segura, I have Fernando Tatis Jr. I have all these middle infielders. And on the bench, I have Shohei Otani, who can't go anywhere. He can only play utility. So I don't have any flexibility with my outfield spots, and there's not a decent outfielder on the wire. I traded one of these utility guys that I always play. Segura you know, generally plays utility for me. Traded him. Got rid of Bumgarner, who's basically worthless. Picked up an outfielder who I could slot in for Segura, and now I opened up Otani. Trade went through yesterday. Otani hits two home runs today. Feeling pretty good about myself, even though Rosario was hurt. I know he was injured when I made the trade. Uh, he'll be fine after the All-Star break. It was more of a, it was more of a long haul kind of a deal. So hopefully he comes out in the second half and keeps crushing. So that's the one trade I made this week. Um, looking for waiver pickups. I'm looking for J.P. Crawford. Um, I'm looking for Kevin Norman, Newman. Sorry, Kevin Newman. Nomar Mazzara from time to time can can really help you. Because that dude will go off for like a home run and five RBIs. Uh, Kyle Schwarber, if he's still there, I would grab him. He's a nice guy to have on the bench. You know, if, if there's somebody, if a, if, a, if a closer opens up, you know, I wouldn't hang on to him over a potential closer. But he's a pretty good player to have on the bench. Chris Taylor, who's been doing pretty well. AJ Minter, I'm always looking for uh, guys who could potentially step into that closer role. And uh, Mike Lorenzen from Cincinnati. I picked him up on a few teams as well, and he got obliterated today. But, yeah, that's what you get when you go closer hunting at the bargain bin. <laughs> uh, some trade targets. Goldie. Mookie Betts. Uh, Trevor Story. Again, injured guys. I always have to go after injured guys. Mike Clevenger. He's been scuffling. Edwin Diaz. Trey Turner. J.D. Martinez. Andrew Benintendi, who I have on like six teams, and he's been terrible. Uh, Robbie Ray, who was not great today. Blake Snell, who was great today. His window is, I mean, he had two of the worst starts I've ever seen back-to-back. But today he threw a great one. So he's probably still available to get at a reasonable price, but if there was another one, that's it. Game over. Chris Sales had a couple of of not great starts back in the last few days. Last few weeks, sorry. Reese Hoskins. Bryce Harper hit a home run today. So maybe, uh, like I said before, Harper hits a home run. Everybody's like, oh, he's a first-rounder again. Uh, Eugenio Suarez, he also hit a towering homer yesterday. Blake Trinan injured. I like him. And uh, the, the perennial trade target, uh, Jose Ramirez. Some guys to sell high. I'm selling high on Craig Kimbrell if I need help anywhere else. If I need reinforcements of uh, pitching starters, if I need hitters. Usually I like to trade for hitters. But if somebody gets hurt or I'm, I'm struggling or I'm 8th or ninth in that league, Craig Kimbrell's going right now. Before he uh, blows up, you know, guy who hasn't pitched in so long starts to get heavy workload. Who knows how he's going to respond? I'm willing to ship him out to to make a run at the, at the money here. Uh, Pete Alonzo, he's been freaking doing great, and it worries me that I could could deal him away and he hits you know 20 more home runs. But generally speaking, rookies slow down, so I'm betting that he will slow down. Will Smith, right now he looks great, but he's going to get traded. You know, probably set up somewhere. Uh, well, you never know. Me, if he goes to the Braves, he'll probably close. If he goes to the Phillies, he'll probably close. You know, but if he goes to the Yanks, he's going to be set up. So, somebody like Will Smith is a guy I'm trading away to, to, to reinforce my team and make a run. 
Zach Eflin, Joey Gallo, especially, has been hitting home runs. Uh, I'm shipping. I'm trying to trade Joey Gallo for Mike Trout. You take Joey Gallo and you really swing for the fences with him. You know, literally Joey Gallo style. Um, Josh Bell, I would trade him in a second. I hate Josh Bell. Clayton Kershaw, again, he's been doing great. He's got a big name. I think you could you could go for one of these top end pitchers, but I wouldn't trade him. I wouldn't trade him for anything less than you know someone like Max Scherzer or Verlander. You know, I, I'd want to I want I'd want to go to the top. I wouldn't trade him for Blake Snell. And uh, Lucas Giolito, who I've said before, trade him. I've traded him. Get him out of there and go get one of these big starters. Maybe go get Blake Snell. And some crappy guys that make me upset. Uh, Joey Votto has been terrible. Miguel Sano, I hate him. Brad Peacock, <laughs> he's awful. He got obliterated the other day. I picked him up on a team and he just got destroyed. Herman, Mar- Herman Marquez, he is either super great or super terrible. And you say Kikuchi, who has been pretty bad all year long. Uh, those guys are crappy. You, know, you could pick up Herman Marquez. Herman Marquez, if somebody drops him. And really, that's what you're looking for on the wire. I picked up Herman Marquez on a team. Next start was great. Then he got obliterated. So that's kind of what you're going to get. Um, but really, on the wire right now, I'm definitely keeping an eye out for potential you know, guys who could steal saves. Keeping an eye out for... For who's getting the save? You know who who else is looking really good on on, on Miami? Because Romo is going to go, you know, and and when he does, someone's going to have to get step in there and get some saves. Same thing with San Francisco. Possibly the same thing with Cleveland. If Cleveland's you know scuffles. Brad Hand's going to be gone, so he's another guy I would consider selling high. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's really important to recap this episode. Manage your team, manage it well. Make sure you're getting guys in and out. As necessary, that'll separate you from the rest of the league. When I when I when I go through a team, like sometimes I'll go through uh, looking for you know trying to make trades or whatever, and look at other teams. When I click on a team and I see all green starting and like six guys or say three or four guys in the bench, all with red red X's next to them, who usually do start, but they cycled them out. I know I'm dealing with somebody who knows what the hell they're doing. You know, and it, it makes me a little. I'm like, ooh, this guy, this guy, this guy's been playing because I have seen people do that. Really, really, really rarely. So there's a decent chance that no matter, you know, no matter what league you're in, you're gonna be the only one that is uh, the only one that's doing this. You know, making sure all only active guys are playing, making sure you're you're saving those games played when it comes to uh, you know your roto leagues. You don't want to waste a games played a game played because some jackass pinch hit. It's super frustrated. So that's it. Email me, AVG Joe's Fantasy at Yahoo.com. AVG Joe's Fantasy at Yahoo.com. And uh, let's get after it. If you have any questions about trades, advice, rosters, let me know. I'll do my best to help you. Other than that, average Joe's out. <laughs>